Hi, I'm Kevin Kittle, and this is The Cinema Files. With the new Ghost in the Shell live-action film coming out, I jumped at the chance to interview Chin Han, the actor portraying Togusa. Depending on the version of Ghost you prefer, Togusa is the most human of the Section 9 officers that work alongside the Major. Chin was recently named one of Asia's 25 greatest actors of all time by CNN Go, and has played a role in a variety of major films and TV shows, including Marco Polo, Captain America the Winter Soldier, Independence Day Resurgence, Arrow, and The Dark Knight. Speaking with him, it quickly becomes clear that he is a true fan of the source material and brings along a refreshing level of passion and understanding for the narrative weight behind the Ghost in the Shell saga. Have a listen. Hello, how are you doing today? Hi, Kevin. I'm, I'm well. How are you? Uh, not too bad. First off, I want to thank you for uh, taking some time out to talk with us about your uh, your films. Oh, it's a pleasure. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Arizona. Arizona. Okay, that's about that's an hour right uh, ahead of yeah. us here in LA. Yes, correct. Yep, right now we uh we don't have daylight savings, so we bounce around a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's very confusing for me when I I grew up on the equator in Singapore where it's uh, the same weather 365 days and no daylight saving. <laughs> so it's very confusing for me to be here. Uh, oh yeah. I know they say spring forward and fall back, right? That's that's all I I, I need to remember. Yeah, that's uh I I familiar with that phrase, but like I said, we don't, we don't apply it here. So I think the whole rest <laughs> of the country is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very cool. very cool. So are you, uh, are you living in LA now? I'm based in LA, but, uh, over the course of the last 10 years, I've been working on various projects that have taken me away. I think Marco Polo took me away for a good uh, part of the year in Asia, uh, shooting that. And then, I think the, the year after that, I was shooting a movie in New York and and something in Albuquerque, an Independence Day resurgence in, in Albuquerque. And then obviously last year for Ghost in the Shell, I was away in New Zealand and Hong Kong for a good part of the year as well. So I'm based here. <laughs> and I'm oh, based so you do a here. lot of traveling. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm hardly here, but I, I'm based here. Have you shot anything recently back in Singapore or uh, China? What did I do in China? Um, we had a... We had a movie that opened in China, a movie that I did with Michelle Yeoh uh, called uh, Final Recipe. We shot it a while back, but uh, that opened in China last year. So that was the last time I was in Beijing. Uh, you know, it's a very exciting and, and vibrant uh, film market at the moment. It's very, uh, it's very, it's very robust and bustling. Yeah, that's something uh, I guess the whole world has been taking notice of is how China's kind of stepping into this world film market. You know, a lot of uh, American films are now getting the majority of their uh, box office returns from from China. I mean, I think uh, it's all it, it's the film business, and I, I think with every business, you know, it's what is produced will going to reflect the, the demand for it. So I think the future of film will be such that we, we have a globalized cinema, really. You know, uh, I think mm -hmm. that more films will be uh, made as collaborations between industries in, the, in different countries. I think you're, you're going to get a lot of these co-productions, I think, um, in, in the future. Not just China and, and the U.S., but, you know, you're already seeing things like 
French Asian movies, you know, you already have that, which is, you know, you, you'll be able to find some French Vietnamese movies or some Chinese American movies or Australian, Singaporean movies. And, and, you know, that's what you're going to, I think that's, that's the future of film. You know, I think gone are the days where, you know, you need to seek an art house out to, to see and, you know, to see a foreign movie now because of the, you know, because of the various digital platforms, you are able to see almost anything, you know, uh, yeah. at, at any time. And because of that, I think appetites will change. And I think as appetites change and demand for different kinds of products change, then our films will change as well. You know? Yeah, I think that's true. And, and personally, that's something I'm looking forward to. I, I think at least to the American industry, at the very least, needs an injection of, of new ideas or, or a different perspective on things. I think it's becoming too, I think it's too bland at this point. Not everything, but a, a lot of the films are. The Ghost in the Shell coming out, you know, this has been a really popular franchise. Mm -hmm. uh, were, were you a fan of the franchise prior to this film? Uh, yes, I mean... The, the thing about Coast in the Shell is that it's such a massive uh, <laughs> canon, you know, uh, in terms yeah. of, you know, when people say they love Ghost in the Shell, you know, you have to specify uh, which iteration of it are you, mm -hmm. are you talking about because some people love the manga, right? I mean, some people love what Shiro did with, you know, the creator did with, with Ghost in the Shell. Uh, some people love what Oshi did with his movie, which is based off of Shiro's work. And some people love Kenji Kaya, Kamiyama's uh, standalone complex, which is also based off of uh, Shiro's work, but completely different from Oshi's movie. You know? Yes. So, <laughs> uh, so I was familiar with all of them. Uh, of course, uh, the Shiro's uh, manga is very, you know, it's such a dense piece of work, you know, which has... Uh, philosophical musings on the future of cyber technology. It has, you know, elements of political intrigue, uh, you know, uh, bureaucratic uh, corruption, uh, um, and, and a general air of irreverence, you know. Uh, so, you know, so that was, that was an interesting read, but I think it was Mamoru Oshii's movie that actually got me really hooked on, on the you know, on the franchise, because that movie, you know, that movie kind of captured the spirit of, of Shiro's, but also kind of made it into a, a very uh, accessible uh, procedural, you know, action movie, cyberpunk, uh, existential kind of uh, anime. I mean, it's so unique. I mean, even besides... Uh, uh, description is <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's a you know description, which is why I think it's such a seminal piece of work. So yes, I, I was familiar with them, uh, but it was uh, Oshi's work that kind of sucked me into that world. And then, of course, I mean, just when you thought that you know you, you're not going to be able to see something different, um, Kamiyama comes up with standalone complex, which is in itself a different, you know, is different tonally. And a, it has explored different stories as well in, in the world of Ghost in the Shell, and, and he did a fantastic job with that too. So, um, yeah, that was that was all, all the literature that I was familiar with going into uh, the movie with uh, Rupert Sanders. Oh, that's that's awesome. Yeah, the uh, the Oshi film was the one that that I first got hooked on as well and first experienced it. And uh, recently, I've been revisiting that in the sequel. Um, but it was kind of funny, as you mentioned, uh, I had a conversation with my girlfriend about Ghost in the Shell. We're like, oh, yeah, we both were like, we love it. It's great. 
but she was focused on standalone complex and I was focused on feature films and it took us a while right. to realize okay. we we're trying to talk about things that happened in the show and I'm like, uh, I don't remember that. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're so different. On top of the fact that we actually haven't even mentioned uh, Ghost in the Shell Arise, uh, which oh, yeah. is another series, of, <laughs> which is another series <laughs> of uh, animated shows, which is completely different again, and uh, some of which takes place before the uh, the timeline of Shiro's uh, Ghost in the Shell. Even yeah, the canon is massive. It's it's. You know, people that think Star Wars canon is huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's so many. I mean, this is, we're not even talking about, like, the video games and, and you know, the, yeah. the, the, the theatrical experience that it has become in, in Japan as well. A lot of people um, that aren't familiar with the series will come up and ask me, like, what does Ghost in the Shell mean? Like, what does that title mean? What, what's your interpretation or explanation of that? Well, I mean, when Shiro created the, the manga, I think he meant it to... As a, as a nod to Arthur Kessler's Ghost in the Machine, right? I mean, I think mm -hmm. ultimately we're talking about identity and, and what the soul is, you know, whether, whether it operates independent of the body or not, you know, and, and, and what happens when the body uh, becomes cyberized or when technology takes it over, like in all the theories of singularity, right? That's mm -hmm. when technology becomes integrated with our body if, when technology becomes integrated in our body what happens to the soul when you know when our consciousness can access all of the all of the web you know yeah. um what happens to your consciousness then and i think that 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 is the uh, that is the question that is raised by ghost in the shell what what is human identity of course it is kind of framed within a very action-packed kind of uh, cyberpunk uh, aesthetic uh, which makes it very interesting to look at and to watch. Uh, but he, he does ask those questions, you know. Uh, so as I always say, I mean, come for the, come for the action and stay for the, <laughs> stay for the philosophy, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds great. I mean, oh, that reminds me of the Matrix, which, you know, the Matrix was kind of ripping off or playing homage to a lot of these anime films and a lot of the, you know, the, the backstory of Ghosts in the Shell. Yeah, especially Ghosts in the Shell, yeah, because even the Wachowskis have mentioned that, you know, I mean, that, that mm -hmm. it's inspired very heavily by, by Ghost. So watching some of the trailers that have come out, I've noticed elements, just, you know, little flashes of images that seem to reference different things in either uh, the two main feature films or the standalone complex. Does this story kind of encompass all of it or does it, does it borrow from one source more than another? Uh, I think it is, uh, I, I think it has, it has elements of all of them. I think, uh, I think Shiro's manga being the, you know, the jumping off point, for for all of it, I think uh, it'd be fun for you know for fans to spot Easter eggs from from each uh, iteration you know of Ghost mm -hmm. in the Shell. Uh, I can't say what it has more of because it does have the the, the kind of feel of of Oshi, which is more contemplative and serious, but it also has a sense of adventure of uh, standalone complex, you know. So I think it has it has. Elements of all of them, you know, in the right amounts, and uh, ultimately, I think what you know we have planned to do with Rupert and the producers and the writers and the actors as well is to create an iteration that is, uh, you know, that is worthy of, of the canon with iconic moments that you know everyone can can delight in, but also enough new things 
that fans can can enjoy as well, you know. So I mean, hopefully, it's a it's a piece of cinema that fans and both newcomers to the work can can enjoy. Yes, I, I certainly hope so. I mean, the trailers have me excited. I've uh, been excited ever since it was announced, and you know, it looked like it was going well. <laughs> so I'm yeah, very yeah, yeah. very much looking forward to seeing it. Um, I was I was at the I was at the IMAX. I don't know if they had this the fan event in Arizona yesterday. They uh, yeah, they but, did, but I couldn't attend unfortunately. All right, so I was in the I was at Universal for that, and. And it was the first time for me seeing it in IMAX 3D, and it was very uh, wow. It was just very immersive and, and breathtaking. I mean, I, I I have been in the movie. I mean, I was working on the movie for six months, and I'm you know I'm familiar with all the production designs and and you know the effects and things going in. But even I was I was just you know I was very I was stunned by the the beauty and the scope of the of the movie. Wow. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much for, you know, again, taking time out to talk with us today. And uh, yeah, I'm really you. looking forward to the film. Yeah, yeah. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you.